God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Well, blessings, greetings, and salutations. It is so good to be with you. It's so good to connect with you. I give honor to God. He's still the head of my life. I honor Apostle Willie Talbert, who is an awesome man of God. God is doing phenomenal things in the life of that man of God. I honor our lead pastor, Pastor Stephen Tolbert. I honor all of our associate pastors and associate ministers. And to each one of you, whoever you are in your respective places, you need to know that you are somebody and you're special to God. And so we honor you. We honor all of the guests that have connected with us, pastors, ministers, bishops. Uh, we honor and we respect you. And so we thank and we praise God for another opportunity to share with you, another opportunity to encourage you just for a few minutes, if you will allow me and stay connected. I just want to encourage you. I want to remind you that you are forced to be reckoned with and that the enemy should not discount you. The enemy should not count you out because you're greater. You're greater than that. I think, and I praise God for that song. Our God is greater. I love that song. Our God is greater. And then when it gets into that part about, and if our God is for us, <laughs> oh my God, then who can ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? Scripture substantiates that part of the song in its fullness. We think and we praise God when we're on the Lord's side and when we're connected with God, nothing can stop us because they're so much greater. Listen, get your Bibles, if you will, get your Bibles and turn to Proverbs, the 19th chapter, verse 21. Then I want you to skip over to the book of Luke, the 10th chapter. And look at verse 19, Proverbs 19 and 21. And I'm going to read, if you will, from the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version of this particular Bible verse says so much. And then we're going to go over to Luke, the 10th chapter. If you got it, say, I got the word and I'm ready, woman of God. Come on, let's read. In the Amplified, it says, many plans are in a man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and be carried out. Many plans are in a man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and be carried out. And then we're going to go to Luke, the 10th chapter. Luke 10 and verse 19. Behold, and this is from the King James Version. I have give, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. I need to read that again because somebody needs to be reminded. You've been through something this week. 
Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over the power, all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is the word of God, and God's word is already blessed. I want to talk to you from this subject. Positioned on purpose for power. Positioned on purpose for power. I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word that shall come forth. That you, the people, will be encouraged, reminded, empowered, and edified, and that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now come on and bless the Lord. Give him glory, give him praise, give him honor, magnify him, because God wants you to be encouraged to know that you've been positioned on purpose for power. God does not make any mistakes. You need to understand that. And so the Lord spoke to me and the Lord said that there are some that have been going through some things this week. You've been beaten up. You've been beaten down. Uh, everywhere you've turned, it's like a door slammed in your face. Uh, uh, you've been criticized. You've been judged. You've been dismissed and dissed. But you need to know that you are somebody to God and you've been positioned on purpose for power. Now, here's the thing. We've got to understand and realize that God has already made it possible and made it accessible to us to be positioned. Hey, look, drop in the chat. Tell somebody, don't get out of position. Don't get out of position. Because, see, God knew what he was doing when he created you. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, saith God. They are plans and thoughts of good and not evil to bring you to the expected end. Some translation says to the desired outcome. You need to understand this. God created you. He created you to use you. See, he wants to use you for his glory. I, I, I've, I've been reminded all during the week, I've been praying and interceding for people contemplating suicide. I've been praying. I've been praying that they would not go through with it because it is a trick of the devil to get you to abort your purpose. See, there's something greater for you and the devil never wants you to figure out what it is. And so you're going through bouts of depression. But the reason why you're going through all of those things, the bouts of depression and the different things you're going through is because the call of God on your life, the anointing of God that God has put in you, the gifts, come on here now. If you would ever just step into it and walk in it, function in it, you would see why the enemy is trying to cut you off. Because there's greater. There is greater that God wants to do. You've been positioned on purpose. God did not make a mistake. 
That's why you're here. You're not here by accident. Too many times the enemy tries to make different ones feel like you were an accident. You were not an accident. Regardless of how you got here, the fact that you got here means that God decided to use the purpose that he placed in you. No, 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 understand. There are some things that occurred that was not God, but God knows how to turn things around. <laughs> oh, what the enemy meant for evil, God knows how to turn that thing around for good. He knows what to do. Understand this and realize this, that we may have many plans in our mind. Some of those plans are not to do good for us because of the way we feel. Understand that being positioned on purpose for power, you've got to go through a process so that you can see the fullness. Oh, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. So you can see and begin to experience the power of God in the purpose that he has destined and ordained for you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care what they said to you. You are worth it all. You're worth it all. God has positioned you on purpose. Oh, yes, he has. He has positioned you on purpose for power so that you can experience power, so that you can use power. Are you hearing me? I, I, I looked at power. I preached on that subject so many times until I remember that the Greek word for power is dunamis. Understand, and we can go deeper into it, but I don't have time this evening. And so I just got to give it to you. I, I, I've got to press and impress upon you that you need to know that there is dunamis power. Uh, uh, dunamis, the word dynamo comes from the word dunamis. And you see, when you hear about dynamo and dynamite, it's talking about explosive power. You need to know that nobody needs to sleep on you. Oh, hallelujah. Because you are a gift. You are a treasure. You are a jewel. And you have been positioned on purpose for power. And so the scripture that we read, Proverbs 19 and verse 21 from the Amplified, it said, many plans are in a man's mind. But no matter what our plans are, it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand, that will be carried out. You know, I'm reminded uh, of, of my life. And as I reflect on um, growing up and, and, you know, being in different types of environments and all of that, I had plans. I had plans. And my plans were that I would not be poor. My plans was that I would be blessed and successful. Now, understand, I really didn't know a whole lot about what being blessed was all about because I didn't have a relationship with God when I was making my plans. 
and, and I went to college and I decided to major in accounting. Then I decided, guess what? I like math, but not like that. <laughs> and so I began to explore. Y'all know how young people do. Not really knowing, but trying to figure it out. And, and so I decided at one point that I know what I will do. I will be a lawyer. And, and a lot of that had to do with different kinds of work that I did and different situations that I had to deal with. Well, guess what? God picked me up <laughs> and God reorganized everything. Now, don't get me wrong. It does not mean that God does not use lawyers. God uses lawyers. He uses doctors. He uses electrical engineers. He uses accountants. He uses people in every walk of life. But there was something different that God had planned for my life. And God planned, listen, this was not part of the plan. This was not part of it. But it was God's purpose. And I am proof today that many are the plans of a man or a woman, but it is the purpose of God that will prevail, that will stand, that will overrule, that will outweigh. Come on here now. It is the purpose of God. Why? Because one day I surrendered to him. And when I surrendered to God, things changed. My priorities changed. Again, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that there are people that are in professional walks of life who can't continue in that. But by the time I had figured that out, I was so engulfed and involved in the purpose that God had for my life until I realized that the call on my life was greater than New Jersey. The call on my life was greater than the United States. The call on my life was global. The call on my life was kingdom. Is anybody hearing me? Kingdom purpose, kingdom purpose. And so you need to understand, regardless to who you are, regardless to what you're doing right now, understand that you've been positioned on purpose for power. And so when we look at Luke 10, you look at Luke 10 and y'all remember the story. Y'all remember that the 70 had gone out and they went out and they began to be used mightily by God in the gifts. They were casting out demons. They were laying hands on the sick. The sick were recovering. Can I help you out? Don't get a big head just because God uses you. Don't get a big head just because you're anointed. You're not the only anointed one. There are some that are so arrogant, they think they've cornered the market on being used by God. But you haven't cornered the market on it. Stay humble in God that the anointing will increase and that he would use you even greater. Humility is powerful. So don't get beside yourself. And so the 70, according to scripture, came back. And in Luke 10 and 17, it says they returned with joy. They were excited. They were happy. Y'all, come on. Y'all know how it is. Anybody ever been used by God? 
been used by God and people got healed, people got saved, people got delivered, people got set free. Come on, have you ever been used? There is, it, it's such a, a feeling of being, I mean, it just feels like, yes, I'm helping people get free. Yes, I am being used by God to touch people's lives. There's, there's no feeling like it. I, I can remember, as a matter of fact, just a little while ago, I got an emergency text message. And the emergency text message said, pray, pray, pray. And they said their spouse had been rushed to critical care. And I just began to pray and to call on the name of the Lord and, and respond so they would know I was praying. I just sent praying hand emojis. No words, just praying hands emojis to let them know I'm in the midst of praying right now because you asked me to. I believe by faith that there's a miracle and a praise report that we show here. So understand, don't get beside yourself just because God uses you. So the 70 came back. They were excited. They were happy. Come on. It was like having a brand new toy. They learned how to use the gifts, how to be used in the, under the anointing of God. And they began to say, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us. How about that? Even the demons and the devils. Why? Because we use your name. Now, can I help you out? Some people use the name of Jesus like it's just a habit. Everything after everything they say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Can I help you out? The name of Jesus is not a habit. It's not just something that we say. The name of Jesus and being giving the honor and the privilege of using the name of Jesus Christ is power. Are you hearing me? And so be intentional about how you use his name. Be strategic and intentional about how you use the name of Jesus because there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And so the disciples said, they're even the demons and devils are even subject unto us. We walked up in there, Lord Jesus, we walked up in there. We began to cast demons out. We laid hands on the sick. They recovered. People got healed. People got saved. People got delivered. People got set free because we came up in there using your name. Can I help you out? You got to have relationship with him if you're going to use his name. You got to have relationship. You must be in close relationship with the Lord in order to use his name and expect to see results. Come on, we come with expectancy. Expectancy is the breeding ground for miracles. And so you must have relationship. Because the sons of Sceva tried it, but they didn't have relationship with Jesus. They said, uh, uh, listen, demons, devils, uh, we adjure you in the name of the one that, you know, you the, that Paul knows. Huh? And then we heard 
somebody else use it and call it out. We ain't got relationship with him, but we heard that if you used his name, things would happen. Them demons said, wait a minute, Paul I know, Jesus I know. Who are you? And then they decided to teach him a lesson. If you ain't got relationship with him, you don't come up in there using his name. I can remember my husband and I were called and we went and we began to minister deliverance. And we began to minister deliverance. And as before we even really got into it, I read a scripture and then we prayed. And as the scripture was being read, we could hear some mumbling and the voice of the, the person had changed. Now, this was a young woman. The voice had changed and it sounded deeper, darker, more sinister. And so my husband began to pray after the scripture was read. And that thing just yelled out, I hate you, children of God. See, one thing about it, when you have relationship with Jesus, when you've got relationship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when you listen, when you're walking upright, when you're living holy, when you're exemplifying the right example, when you stay connected, when you will deny yourself, even when your flesh cries out, when you will tell your own flesh, no, you can't have it. No, I'm not taking you there. When you will deny your flesh, your own self, when you will tell yourself to behave, I'm talking about relationship with him. The demons even know who you belong to. Now, we didn't walk in there saying uh, we're pastors, Willie and Mamie Talk. We didn't walk in there saying any of that. We were sent by someone who knew them and they knew we were coming and they were expecting us. We just walked up in there. Now, listen, I need to tell you this. We fasted and prayed for at least three days before we went. Then we anointed ourselves and we began to pray and ask God to watch over us, protect, sharpen our discernment, allow us to see what even the natural eye can't see. See that you, you have access to that kind of power when you have relationship with him. I'm talking about being positioned on purpose for power. So we didn't announce, hey, we're people of God. We didn't announce, hey, we're the servants of the most high. And we were sent here. We didn't say any of that. But those demons cried out, I hate you, children of God. Why did you come here? And as we began to minister deliverance, those things let us know they knew who we were. They knew our life was right with God. And yes, we did get results. I'm talking about being positioned on purpose for power. And so these uh, 70 were boasting about what had happened. And so Jesus said to him, they, he said to them, he said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. In other words, y'all boasting, <laughs> I've seen things you haven't even seen yet. Then he said, behold, this is what Jesus said to them. 
I give you power. I give unto you power. In other words, you couldn't have did none of what you did if I hadn't delegated power and authority to you. I'm the one that gave you the power to do it. I expected you to have some results. That's why I gave you power and authority. So you could walk in it. I didn't give it to you so you could just sit on your hands and say, I'm powerful. And so he says to tread on serpents. Y'all know what serpents is. And scorpions over all the power. Somebody need to drop that in the chat. All the power of the enemy. Not some of it, all of it. So there's nothing too hard for God. If there's nothing too hard for God and we belong to God, why do you get scared when it comes to doing real true ministry? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? Because our God is what? Greater. Our God is stronger. <laughs> our God is higher than any other. And then he said this, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Understand, when you're connected with him, with the Lord, when you're connected with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy, you're filled with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Back in my day, we came up, we said, you got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And when we testify, we said, save, sanctify, holy, baptize, and fill with the Holy Ghost and a mighty burning fire. Why? Because you need to have some fire up in there. <laughs> because that's going to help you in those days when you don't feel like it. You're going to get days when you don't feel like it. But you got to be filled. What did I tell you about before? He seals us, the Holy Spirit. He will seal us. He will keep us. He will empower us. He will strengthen us. He will teach us. He will lead us. He will guide us. He will direct us. Come on. We can be used for the glory and the honor of God and for kingdom. Come on. It's all about kingdom work. We're positioned on purpose. Understand this. You couldn't buy your way into this. You could not scheme your way into this. You could not. It didn't matter. Listen, somebody said, well, it's who you know. That's right. It better be Jesus that you know. It's who you know, Jesus. Not nobody else, but him. Being connected, having relationship. Then he says this. Not only... Will you have power over all? Come on. All the powers of the enemy. But nothing shall by any means hurt you. Then he said in verse 20, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not. <laughs> that the spirits are subject to you. Don't get excited. Don't get beside yourself. But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. What, I, what did I tell you? It's about relationship. Relationship with him gives you access to the power. Oh, that excites me just thinking about it. Because when you're in relationship with them, he will give you access to the power. Oh, but not just what you think. I'm talking about greater, greater. God is looking for us and he's positioning. He's positioning us on purpose with power 
and for power to do the greater works. John 17, Jesus prayed. He said, Father, I pray for those you gave me. Lord, Father, don't take them out of this world because it was getting rough. They were being persecuted. We live in a day and an age right now where they want to penalize you for speaking truth. But you've got to realize and understand that you belong to the one who's greater. Don't be afraid to speak truth. Don't be afraid to stand for truth. Don't compromise. Don't go along to get along. Don't be user-friendly. Are you hearing me? Be biblically correct, even if you're not politically correct. And understand that it is he, it is the Lord, it is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. It is God who makes the decisions concerning us. Not man, not woman, God. That's why obedience to God entitles us to more. Understand this. When you obey God, he is obligated because you've obeyed him. You've obeyed his word. He is obligated to move on your behalf. He's obligated to go before you and make crooked places straight. He's obligated to hear you when you call, when you cry out to him. He's obligated. Um, come on here now. He's obligated to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the what? Power that works in you. I just wanted to encourage you. That's all. I just wanted to encourage you. I pray that you have been encouraged. Go back and study these scriptures and see won't God give you more. See won't he empower you even the more. Go back and look at those scriptures. If you're out there and you need to receive and accept Jesus Christ as Lord, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. And if you're out there and you need a church home, Yes, Lord Ministries is a good church where you can realize and you can see the purpose, plan, and the destiny that God has for your life realized. Understand this. There are many times that because we're positioned on purpose for power, God will use us to intercede on behalf of things we don't even know what's going on or know about, but he will drop it in our spirit for us to pray. He'll have us praying for people we don't even know. He'll give you names of people to pray for. Come on, ask me how I know. Honey, do, do we know this, this person? My husband said, it doesn't sound familiar to me. I wrote the names down that the Lord had given me to make sure I called out the names just like he gave them to me. And the Lord is so awesome. He'll tell you how to spell it even if it's a unique spelling to the name of the individual, he'll give you the exact way. How do I know? Because the Lord did it. And I even had opportunity to meet some of these people that God has allowed me to pray for who I didn't even know, had never met before. God will do it. And so if you're out there, I'm going to pray with you right now so you can receive and accept Jesus Christ as Lord. If you're out there and you need a church home, make sure that you email us, that you reach out and make contact with us so that we can walk you through next steps. 
Come on, let's pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, those that are receiving Jesus Christ, I want you to repeat with me right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity that I can get right with you. I repent of my sins. Forgive me for all of my sins, for things that I've said, things that I've done that I should not have. Your servant has taught your word and encourages us that if I believe in my heart, if I confess with my mouth, that you died for my sins, that you rose again, that I can be saved. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you and I accept you as my Lord and my savior, even as you receive and accept me as your own. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Come on, if you prayed that prayer, we want you to, to reach out and connect with us so that we can walk through this experience with you. We can walk through this journey with you. We can make sure you know you're not alone. And know this, that because you now belong to the family of God, the scripture says that the Lord said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I'll be right there with you, even to the end. And so you can trust him because he'll be with you. I pray that you have been encouraged that you've been reminded that you are positioned on purpose for power. Stay blessed and refreshed in the Lord. Partner with YLM Financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text give to 1-844-948-3895. Givelify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Cash app, dollar sign, yes, Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. every Sunday night. At 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m., Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Talbert, Apostle Mamie S. Talbert, Lead Pastor Steve Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.